Money today, Carolyn Wright finds out what you need to know about Bitcoin ETFs. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. ETFs are a pretty common way many investors choose to get involved in markets while spreading their risk. So it's hardly surprising to find that many are suggesting that Bitcoin-focused ETFs could offer a way to open up the digital asset space to those who've been wary so far. I'm joined now by Calvin Shen, who's Managing Director at Hextrust, to find out more. Thank you for joining me, Calvin. Hi, Carolyn. Thank you so much for having me. Glad to be here. So just one recent story on uh, Bitcoin ETFs. Um, the spot ETF offered by London-based Jacobi Asset Management went live on Amsterdam's Euronext in August, and that was approved only a year earlier. And trading volumes haven't set the world alight since the launch either. So what does that say about how things are going on? Is this to do with regulation or acceptance or, or what, what caused them to, to be so sort of wary about actually taking the plunge? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, certainly this has been a, a hot topic in, in both in the crypto and the traditional world alike. Kind of the bigger focus, right? Certainly it's been around the US SEC with its kind of delay with respect to many um, Bitcoin uh, ETF applicants from the likes of BlackRock, the likes of Fidelity, right? And, and US SEC is certainly taking a little bit more uh, cautious approach, uh, typically citing market manipulation, uh, fraudulent uh, behaviors in the market, and certainly, you know, with their main focus on investor protection. Um, now, we obviously, you know, agree with these, these um, you know, stands to, to protect investors. Having said that, this market has gone a long, long way since, you know, since the Bitcoin first, first launched 14 years ago. And that we do believe that there is the right infrastructure rail to make sure that investor who potentially is interested in this newly asset class can come to this uh, asset class in a secure, regulated and safe way. Now, Asia seems a little bit more on board with this. So so does that seem like Asia could really take the lead on, on these Bitcoin uh, ETFs? Yeah, actually, I think ETF has a, uh, in, in, in Asia has a great potential uh, to be the leader uh, in, in the space. Now, Asia in general actually has been traditionally been leader in, in crypto um, assets, right? There's uh, Hong Kong has traditionally been one of the birthplaces to, to actually many some of the uh, early adopters in, in the space. So, you know, and um, so I think they have the opportunity to provide where uh, there's regulatory clarity, uh, especially in Hong Kong as of late. Singapore has the Payment Services um, Act that is, uh, went effective in 2020. So there are regulators that are taking a pro more progressive approach, albeit very cautiously as well. With the U.S. kind of built uncertainty from a regulatory front, that means that investors who are looking for uh, more clarity are indeed looking to jurisdictions that offer a little bit more insight, such as in Europe, such as here in Asia. So I think what you're saying there very much is this clarity and confidence in the market. You know, we had a lot of turmoil in the market last year, and I think that will have made a, a lot of people wary. So you are a digital custodian, and I'd be interested to understand how important you see the role of digital custodians being to the uptake of these ETFs. Are they going to help add that little extra layer of confidence? We absolutely believe so. And we have to take a step back and understand a little bit the, the role of a digital asset custodian. Mm -hmm. And really the focus is on regulated and licensed digital asset custodian. For, for us, in order to be licensed um, and, and regulated in jurisdictions uh, that we operate, which is in Asia Pacific, the Middle East, and, and in Europe, 
the, the kind of the bar that you have to go through to be licensed is obviously, needless to say, very high. That is going through the various application process to demonstrate we have the right internal process and control in place, the right governance in place, maybe even to have um, external insurance uh, uh, you know, in place. So in order to be licensed, we typically go through a one-year process to prove to the regulator that, hey, we are doing what we say we are. Right. So that's kind of the biggest hurdle that we as the digital asset custodian have to go through before even becoming a service potential service provider for an ETF issuer. So what that means is that now at the application review place for the ETF issuer, the regulators will look at the service providers that these issuers are working with, one of whom will certainly be a licensed digital asset custodian, which then provides a little bit more comfort that there is the right safety, the right technology, the right compliance in, um, in place to at least solve one piece. And actually the, probably the most important piece of this is to make sure that investor assets are safe in an environment that is regulated, compliant and insured. So people can feel confident. Now, I, I mentioned earlier about how trading volumes for some of the Bitcoin ETFs that have been approved haven't really gone and set the world alight. Why do you think some people aren't on board with the uh, the crypto ETF train? I think there's, a, there's a, a few things here. I always say from an institutional investor perspective, they've actually been waiting on the sideline for, for quite a while. Okay. Now we can make that maybe perhaps that, you know, right now the, the capital market, both in the traditional world and crypto world is probably not, um, the best, especially in this high interest rate environment. Um, secondly, the capital markets in, in Amsterdam, where, um, the Jacobi spot ETF is launched, needless to say, it's relatively much smaller than the likes of New York City or, or, um, or Hong Kong. So the entire industry is still waiting for this catalyst. Uh, which at the end of the day is generally led by the US SEC. Uh, we're cautiously optimistic in the sense that you have the biggest asset manager in the world in BlackRock and infidelity uh, in the pipeline. So I think, you know, we're still taking a more cautious um, approach to wait in sideline to see if, if there could be more regulatory clarity ahead. So, so what do you think it will take for those regulators in the US to really take the plunge and go, you know what, we're going to go for it. It's all right. It's all good now. Yeah, absolutely. I think that it's just a matter of time at this point, right? I mean, you can see the, the latest development in, uh, a, you know, a, a judge in District of Columbia overturned um, SEC's decision uh, to reject uh, Grayscale's Bitcoin trust into a, a spot ETF. And I think the judge's citation was that the, the decision from the SEC was arbitrary and capricious. Now, again, there are a couple type of um, ETF for Bitcoin already in the marketplace as a whole. In the U.S., actually, there's already been a Bitcoin futures-based ETF. Mm-hmm. So instead of underlying physical Bitcoin, it's based on Bitcoin futures. So that actually has been approved and live since 2021. Now, from a spot perspective, what we're waiting on is that there's been, again, the SEC and the regulators are very, very cautious about manipulation in the marketplace, uh, about safety, and ultimately investor protection. So this is something that we believe that the industry has solved together. And this is something that a digital asset custodian really played a a key role uh, as part of building the infrastructure such that over the past five, six, seven years, this market really matured to become an institutional grade uh, asset class. 
So do you think once we get these regulators in the US on board and these big names really start trading, could that be the driver for taking crypto mainstream? We actually do believe that. We believe that, you know, assuming that there is the first bought Bitcoin ETF in the US, we certainly believe that could be one of the biggest catalysts that will propel the next uh, cycle, expansion cycle in this industry. Thank you so much for joining me today. Calvin Shen, Managing Director of Hextrust, talking a little bit about Bitcoin ETFs and where we stand on their approval and interest levels. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Caroline.